Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you're doing? So, as promised, this is the part two for Soul for Happy. I、um, won't disappoint you because I will be here to deliver you all those happiness messages、um, for those. People who who are wanting to grow their MLM business, or it doesn't even have to be MLM business. It could be any business. If you in entrepreneurship, I know that a lot of times that you really have to push, push, and push to get those、um, results because there's just so many personal hurdles that you have to go through. You know, um, being part of entrepreneurship, um, uh. As I would say, it's probably the biggest self-development course that you can ever pay for, <laughs> and 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 also learn from. It's um it's a great tool for personal development, and and I truly believe that um it it is a a formula to that leads to success. So so yeah. So as promised, um as I talked about it last. Episode、um, about soul for happy,、um, written by Mo Goddard.、Um, so disclaimer: like this is not nothing that I've、um, personally、um, written or, or anything. Like this is all、um, kind of his his words, and and I've learned so much out of. So that's why I'm here to share some of the stuff that I've learned. And、um, yeah, please do do、um, if you if you like, go go and、um, get, get a copy of it because、um, I. I absolutely loved it, and、um, it, it's really like it was life changing for me. And 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 I know that this this is not all about the MLM tactics and all the strategies that you can you can um pull and push all the downlines into you. But it's it's about first of all, if you want to be that leader that would attract hundreds or thousands of downlines, then you have to start looking at who you are. Are you Qualified to be attracting all those people, would you be that perfect upline for your downline? <laughs> um, yeah, that that is actually um, and I wish I wish that um my upline told me um before I even got into this line of business was that um, you actually have to be. You have to be a better form of yourself, or you have to be that perfect form of yourself for your downline. And you know, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect for everyone and anyone, but just be perfect for the right kind of people to join. And and that could be different for you know your perfect people aren't might not be my perfect people, but you never know. But whoever is on this podcast, you are my perfect people, and I'm just here to serve you. Um, all the knowledge that I have, and as well as happiness, as well as love. Um, I, I really enjoy sharing my thoughts and knowledge in in this platform. I love podcasting, so um, yeah, let's um, let's dive right into it. So here is the question that keeps all the MLMers up at night: How do you grow your downline without spending tons of time prospecting and attending all the home meetings and hotel meetings? How to recruit ambitious people without bugging your families and friends? In this podcast, we will dive into these questions to find out the real solution to make your MLM business successful in the 21st century. My name is Jolly Kelm. Welcome to MLM Movement Radio.
So this book was written after Mo lost his son. Um, and at a such a young age of 21, um, the son passed away due to a um, medical error, which um, is very unfortunate and, and no one should really go through that. But the way that he handled it um, from going through grief and, and all the pain and sadness because his son wasn't just an any anything... N- how can I even put it? Like it's, it's so much emotion towards it. It's crazy. His son was like his mentor, his best friend, his um, um, his coach, his his everything really. Um, he was his son at the age of twenty one was super optimistic and and ha- ha- had that huge impact on anyone that that crossed paths with him. And even though that I don't know him, I can feel and really sense that love that he was trying to spread out in the world and 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 that is why um in this book they talked about you know maybe his time was up and and he had to go and and join the 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 high power or or join you know god if, if if you're religious um but um the way that he really tackles this problem is to start realizing what is happening inside your head and and that is that is a very interesting question because <laughs> no one to date knows exactly what happens in your brain like um all those connections like all those um things that's buzzing around like i don't even know like even though i i I've, I've tried to really study into this whole thing but you know like the whole chemistry and bio um biology side of things like it's super complicated right like scientists are still going out there and, and trying to solve all those equations and solve those problems solve those um you know hypotheses and and um yeah so so let's talk about happiness so happiness is basically your default state when you were born no one is born sad everyone is born happy and and as you grow up, um, and, and here's an example that they talked about in the book. As you grow up, um, it's almost like buying a phone or buying an iPhone. And the more apps that you install into your iPhone, it starts to reduce its battery life, you know. And all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, like it's, you know, I used to go with out charging my phone for two days but now i gotta charge it every four hours and what's wrong it's because you are loading your phone with all those things that might not even be necessary for the phone and and that is that is the same with with our life and as well as a human being um because of all that parental parental pressure or even society pressure that's put on upon you or even just beliefs your beliefs um your parents believe your friends believes or any belief systems or or any expectations that you have um when it comes in play with your life it overwrites a lot of our original programming um and and it it changes the way that we behave change the way that our mind thinks and and therefore like all of a sudden we become this person that is not just about happy and happiness and being being fulfilled in life it, it's all about you know fear and, and 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 here's like a very interesting way of seeing it is that like a lot of times that when you do 
feel that sense of grief, embarrassment, and all those negative thoughts are, are, are all induced because of your past experience. But then when you look at the present, like what is wrong right now? Like if you drop all of your memories of the past over your shoulder, what do you feel right now? Do you feel calm? Do you feel happy? What is the state right now that you're feeling? Is it pride? Is it love? Do you have people around you that, that you feel like um, that you're happy to be around with? So that one thing that this book tells told me to do was to write a list of things that um, makes me happy and then bring that list out whenever, um, maybe I'll say, maybe before you go to bed, just something interesting. And and, and it could be a list of just anything really. Um, it starts off with, I feel happy when, you know, I have my first cup of coffee in the morning or the way that you hold your um, boyfriend or girlfriends or, or your spouse or your partner's hands, um, the way that you pat your dogs, um, the way that your dogs look at you or your kids, the way that they dance around. Um, it's, it, there's all those things that um, you can really just, it makes you smile and it's just so little and people don't actually take time to really appreciate those things and I didn't, like personally, I, I didn't care less for you know how the coffee tasted in the morning or I just knew that was I needed a coffee so now I really just took a step back and just be like "Mm, you know what you know I really gonna enjoy every single moment that I have right now so do that list um this is one of the to-do lists so um that's one thing that I got out of this book was really helpful is that to to look at the list every night before you go to bed it's it's amazing so so here comes the happiness equation right so for all those people for the audience out there who are a lot more mathematical and and similar to me of of course um it and i love equations like they're just there's no other ways to resolve things than plugging in equations and talking about equations just a a random statement of i love excel sheets (laughs) so if, if you're crazy like me um loving you know mass and and you know what what this is is really gonna put perspective into this so happiness and it's really simple like don't even get me wrong like this is nothing like you know putting you know exponential graphs or you know things (laughs) into or even doing geometry like no you don't have to do geometry for this and so happiness is equal to events that you perceive of your life of the way the way that the things that you thought that panned out minus the expectations or how you think your life should be and when the events, the, the perception of your life is bigger than your expectations, then it becomes a happiness. And, and the weird thing is that the events that you perceive in your life is actually not the reality. You don't usually tell, your, um, tell the truth to your brain that um, how the actual scenario panned out. So, so that's, that's the whole essence of the book is to, to be real to be true to yourself and stop stop worrying about things right like there's no there's no point like life is so short <laughs> so so it's it's actually everything is a perception it's um it's a thought not the actual event that makes us unhappy 
um, it's actually just the thought. Like the actual event itself actually doesn't hurt us at all, but it's the thoughts that we give to ourselves that is making us unhappy. So it's it's crazy. <laughs> so really think about you know is thoughts are, are, are thoughts real really the a huge reason for you you know are you having all those negative thoughts and you don't even know about it like things like i'm not good enough or even before an answer has been or when you go to your prospects um when you go and prospect which um i encourage you not to um is is when before you even pitch you already knew what the answer was because you already had a preconception in your head like and then and then it came out just the way that you thought it would. Like it just went wrong. Yeah, it's the thought. Like it's those thoughts that's telling you. And don't ever think that those thoughts are you. Because um, think of it as a little devil inside your head. Like it's never really the real you. So so don't don't get too caught up with it. And and start acknowledging him. You know, acknowledging them. Um, it, it doesn't have to be. You know, you don't have to kill it. Like, there's no point in killing it because the more you think about not to think those negative thoughts, the more those negative thoughts will come to you. So, um, that is the first thing as part of the six grand illusions is thought. Um, it's the little voice in your head is not you, right? This is um quote-unquote from Mogodot and 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 the next one is self um don't ever think and this is a bit voodoo because um this is really something that is a lot more scientifical and, and a lot more higher power than what I had um in mind was that you know it's not you're not just your thoughts you're not you're not really even your body um and and for this part, like, please go and, and, and read his his word for it because um, it's really hard to really grasp the idea because it's telling you that you're not your emotions, you're not your beliefs, you're not the tribe you belong to, you're not your family, you're not your achievements. I know, not your achievements. Like, seriously, um, for someone who was so ego-driven like me, I couldn't comprehend like you said that I'm not my achievement you're saying that I am no longer a network marketer or I'm no longer an engineer or like what am I and the truth is that you're actually an observer you are you are this person that is really just watching things and and I'm not gonna get into it because like it's um it's something you should you should go and understand and and everyone's got a different take to it so I'm not gonna feed spoon feed all those words to you and something that um you probably have heard a lot in marketing is that um you don't know what you don't know so there's actually a cycle of um of of knowledge like imagine back in the days when when Einstein was trying to prove his theories and and how many people actually put him down for it or even Newton like you know how many people put him down for it until that it was tested and it was debated it was um and it was accepted and all of a sudden that it was the best thing in the world and and no one could defeat those theories and and that brings us to the arrogance of cycle which is um discovery which is how they found that that was that debate people were unaccepting they didn't want it they said that it was never that way then why would it be that way so they were like very prone to changes right and then there was um and then they realized that it was actually true 
because it was proven to be true, then they accept it. And the next stage is arrogance. Is that now you know that that's that's how it works? Then you become arrogant to it towards it. You know, like, and and that's the problem is that people think too much of, you know, the knowledge that they have, when when they don't know that is actually you know ninety nine percent of the knowledge that you don't know right now. So you really truly never know for sure, right? So it's. It's interesting because we don't we don't truly know much after all. Like I can come and tell you all about those MLM um, tactics and strategies, but like, do 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 you think that you know better? Because you might, and and you might know better. And I'm not saying that there's any right or wrong in this this argument, but or this debate. Um, not even a debate. I'm just putting it out there. So like, don't take it. Um, don't don't take it as offensive because I I'm not there to, to um, to to pick on your ego or anything. But I'm just saying like as a fact that, um, you might know a lot more than I do, and and you and and. And you might not think that the strategies that I'm putting forward is for you, or or you don't even think that it's gonna work. Like, um, but but we we never know what we don't know, right? So so without trying, um, you never you're never really gonna see the results, and without trying, you're always gonna get stuck in that arrogant state. And so the next thing is time. So <laughs> how many of you would have that problem of, oh my God, I'm running out of time. I wish there was 48 hours in a day. Um, I just didn't tick off all the things on my to-do list. And because that was me, <laughs> I was always feeling like, oh, I didn't do enough today. I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more and more and more and more. And even though that I only have three things in my in my to do list, like sometimes, one thing could take a whole day, and and I feel I, I feel pretty crap about it and be like, well, how come I only got one thing done? And and the problem is that like when you so focus on the time, you put those this huge amount of pressure on yourself, which sometimes is actually not good for you. You'll start making mistakes. You you feel like you're out of whack. Um, and all of a sudden, it's just you're not as productive anymore. So a lot of times, the way that it's taught is that time is actually, um, it is something that isn't running away from us. And the problem that it's running away from us is because that we are focused on either too much of because of the past or because of the future we're focusing we're never focusing right now we're thinking okay i need to get this thing done and then the next thing i need to do is so before you even finish your first task you're already thinking about the second task like no wonder um things would um get out of whack because um you're just not focused we we end up living in our thoughts like all those thoughts are consuming us and and you're not focused in the thing that you're actually doing and and some and next time maybe just check um when you are doing a task or even you know doing social media prospecting um attra- attraction um attracting 
leads to you and and the way that you do it is by that but then like if you're constantly looking at the time be like oh how come those leads haven't come to me yet then um they're never gonna come to you <laughs> so just just aim to to just be there and solve other people's problems and 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 that the live live a little and and focus on the the current time that you're in because think about it um and he uses this analogy of a loaf of bread as um time is a certain slice of bread is a certain point in time and that correlates with events and and what that happens is that we actually don't run out of time we are actually just working walking through um that that loaf of bread so so make sure that you really appreciate you know um life you know life being now like appreciate i I know that um i'm not saying that you need to go there and appreciate me but i'm saying just appreciate what you're hearing right now because you know it took me 24 years to realize this and and this book has really solved it for me also um I, i hope that you get something out of this as well so the next thing is control um you know don't ever think that you're you're out don't ever think that you have control over anything because you don't the only two things that you have control in your life is just your actions and your attitudes um think about it you know how often can you control your prospects no you can't the way that you can do is manipulate them but the way that they react to it is completely up to them right like you can't you are your own being and your brain is going to be different to other people's brain and some of the marketing strategies i teach you and i share with you are um are to manipulate people's brain it's like almost like doing like a puppet dance but um but but it doesn't mean that um it's gonna work for everyone right like it only works if you are doing it right you are talking to the right people and you're sending the right messages and what i'm saying is that don't ever think that you have control over your business don't ever think that you can you have control over your mlm company don't all you have control is is the actions that you take and and also your attitude towards it like you know if you feel sad about it all the time if you think that entrepreneurship is hard then it will be hard what if your attitude towards entrepreneurship is you know it's a challenge it's something that is not going to make me grow um and success will come along your way because you you just got so much desire and you've got so much appreciation towards it um and that's that's when you actually find um success <laughs> believe it or not so so that's about control like that's the only two things that you really have control over don't ever think that is more um because nothing is under your control <laughs> and and it's not it, it's it's funny because um you can't control anything and and it's um it's it's weird but um you all you can control is your is is your attitude and your expectation right like um, and i'm not saying that don't have a high expectation but when do things when things do um go wrong or go not as expected um make sure that you take a step back and and reassess and and find your your reality you know what is it now like what have you lost and what can you gain from it and and does that make you unhappy because then your expectation um is fulfilled by lessons learned 
right? So, so don't ever think that you know you've got full control and and let it go, surrender. Like you know, I I know it's really hard for people who are a lot ego driven like us um to let go because it's hard. But hey, um we all have to learn somewhere, and and sometimes being able to let go it really lets us put that stone down off from off your off your chest. So the next thing, last thing um that I want to talk about is um in terms of. Yeah, identifying all the things that you have in your brain is is fear and you might think oh i don't have fear and like i just have those thoughts you know but hey those thoughts can turn into fearful thoughts you know people are stressed it isn't because they're just stressed it's because of they're fearful about what is going to happen if they don't achieve those goals so 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 just oh don't overthink about things there's not really such a thing as you know you know Fear will hold you accountable, but you have to thrive and you have to take actions to really defeat your fears. and And I really truly believe that um, there's no fears that you can't defeat. Um, I'm I'm working um, I'm working towards it. You know, I had a fear of not being able to talk in front of people. I had a fear of you know no financial security. I had a fear of not being able to um support my parents when they're old. Like all those fear, like you know the if you turn those fears into your fuel and fuel your way and take those actions to get you there, then all of a sudden it's not too bad. And it just turned out fine. Things will just turn out fine. So um just just learn 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 to just dive into it and, and and um as bad as it sounds, learn to die before you die, you know, like what's the most fearful thing that you can do, right? Death. And and if you learn to, you know, like jump into it and be like, What what is really stopping me? Like what is the worst thing? Like how can I learn from this? If you can learn to 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 untangle all your fears and start, you know, jumping in, um, it it is um you see a huge um huge leap in in your personal life as well as well um business so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and there will be a, a couple more of those to come um for soul for happy so i just want to um if ever if mo godart ever ever listens to this podcast and i just want to say thank you so much for changing my life and and he's made He's made millions and millions of people happy. His goal was to make 10 million people happy. And he achieved that within eight months. And now his mission is to make 1 billion people happy. And and he's definitely made me one of those billion people out there. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. And I, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Hey, thank you for listening to ML Movement Radio. If you like our content, please rate and subscribe and it will mean the world to me. If you like more information on this method that I'm raving about, please go to mlmovement.com to grab a copy of my free ebook called The Secret ML Playbook. Catch you guys later.